you're listening to the art with soul podcast fortnightly conversations on the artist's journey to inspire your creative soul and i'm your host shinjini welcome back in today's episode we'll talk about creative cycles and how to deal with a lack of creative mojo or a creative funk There are a ton of articles and books that deal with creative blocks. I think the dreaded writer's block is one that is extensively discussed. Because at some point or the other, all of us creatives fall into a creative funk. <laughs> My most recent funk was in July this year, so it's still very fresh in my memory. Uh there was a point when I almost felt like I had no more creative ideas that maybe I couldn't paint anymore. <laughs> and a word for the wise, that's generally an overactive inner critic at work. Maybe something that we could talk about on another episode. Coming back to my funk though. Almost all my painting sessions felt like a struggle. and some of them required a lot more work than usual almost like i was trying to make my way forward through really sticky molasses there were a few paintings that i simply wanted to tear up and throw away and for me this is really alarming because i generally don't tear up my paintings i tend to work them until i'm happy with them and I am generally able to uh kind of get them to a place where I do end up liking them. So that was really disconcerting. Um but I think one of the factors that was uh, quite a big contributor to this particular creative funk was the imposter complex. So uh I was filming my lesson for a course called Pull Pen Paint. Uh this is a collaborative course, a 10 month long exploration of tarot art and journaling. And there are a number of excellent artists teaching there this year. In fact, there are a few from whom I have taken lessons myself. So I mean I rather unsurprisingly I suppose I found myself caught in comparisonitis and that combined with the funk that I was already going through well I guess you can kind of imagine the field day that my inner critic had with all of that in case you're wondering I did eventually film the class and I personally loved the piece of art that I created for the course although i did that creation and filming a month later in august anyway if art tarot and journaling are areas that interest you do check out the class it's one of my favorite uh, courses go over to bit.ly uh, so that's bit.ly/ppp2020mg I'll also put a link to it uh, in the show notes. So anyway, 
coming back to creative funks this one in uh, july was one of my longest and perhaps one of the one of the worst funks that i have experienced in quite a long time now i do believe that a creative funk or a lack of creative mojo is a part of the creative cycle and more often than not i think of it as a fallow period so uh, if you look at it through the analogy of farming a fallow period is generally the time between autumn harvest and spring planting when the fields are left bare sometimes farmers allow a field to lay fallow for a year to let the soil rest and although there is no production for a year that rest regenerates the soil and typically leads to better crops in the coming years creative fallow periods are somewhat similar you know although i don't think any of us would want to be fallow for an entire year but uh, yes those creative fallow periods are also quite similar um very little seems to happen in terms of tangible or visible creative output but generally there's a lot that's percolating within uh, our creative and artistic souls so i think that um, creative funks at least from what i have seen uh, creative funks usually happen after you finished a huge creative project the high of working on and bringing to life let's say a series of art paintings or perhaps prepping for an art show or uh, any other big creative project that you're birthing into the world often gives way to a bit of a slump and that's just part of the ebb and flow of creativity the other time when you seemingly lose your mojo is when you start to notice a shift in your art perhaps your work is taking a new direction or new styles or techniques start to make their way into your work and this especially is a time when our inner critic also starts to have a field day and that always tends to make things worse so coming back to my example um i had started experimenting with pure abstraction in june uh, this is something that i've been wanting to work with since quite a long time really and finally i kind of came to it in june and since i was entering this art style where i have hardly any experience my inner critic was out in full force and unsurprisingly i suppose i did fall into a creative funk i didn't want to stick to the relative safety of intuitive painting and figurative abstracts so just falling back into my old patterns and into areas that i already knew that wasn't exciting me and i still didn't know the rules of pure abstraction and that threw me for quite a loop 
that uh, vulnerability of not quite knowing the art form of feeling like i was walking through an unknown alien creative field made me feel like i was losing my creative voice and i guess it's not really surprising then that painting became really difficult there were days when i was too morose to even really show up in the studio but since i have a rather consistent art practice and this is something that we spoke about in the previous episode uh it's almost like an impulse that pulls me back into the studio on a very regular basis and that i think was really important and is a really important way of getting out of that funk you know to keep showing up and to keep trying even though it's frustrating sometimes and it can be quite a struggle but um i suppose one way in which we can think of it is like the messy middle in um in an art uh practice you know like when we're painting we encounter that messy middle because it's a struggle and we're not quite sure exactly where the painting is going yet and everything looks a little bit ugly uh but i think it's in that struggle that we really start to find our way out again and that's quite similar to how we find our way out of a creative funk because once you have a couple of satisfying painting sessions or art making sessions you do start to find your footing once more one of my favorite quotes is from stephen king who says amateurs sit and wait for inspiration the rest of us just get up and go to work so what does going to work look like when you've lost your creative mojo well maybe you could prep some canvases gesso some pages um make a few backgrounds you know just throw some colors and make some marks because backgrounds don't really have to look like anything right so making a few backgrounds in an art journal is a good way to just show up and try and silence the inner critic a little bit uh if you have a jelly plate you could uh, pull that out and make some prints because that's always unpredictable and it's almost always fun <laughs> or maybe you could pick another creative outlet that you've been curious about you know uh, like some of my areas of curiosity are book binding um a little bit of sculpting and i have this huge um, board filled with simple diy projects that i somehow never get around to doing and a creative funk is one of the uh, best times to maybe go look at that board and pick up a diy project to try out uh so that's exactly what i did in july actually i tried my hand at sculpting with paper clay I uh, painted and stitched a pouch for one of my tarot decks 
and I even designed a few pages on my website. Uh, this was a project that I'd been putting off since a really long time because I simply didn't have the time needed to organize and design those pages. In fact, even the podcast page on my website is something that I put together in July. So, you know, my creative muscles were still getting quite a workout. And I really do think that that's important because all of these things end up feeding your creative muse. And it's only when we feed our creative muse regularly that that translates into a rich and satisfying um, creative life. I think that switching our focus to something else also puts our brain gremlins, uh, you know, that pesky inner critic of balance. So if after all the other experiments, like making those deck pouches and designing web pages, when I suddenly decided to show up with a paintbrush and splash some paint, my inner critic was caught a little bit off guard and that slight bit of a head start against that inner critic, that helped me too. Now, of course, there will be days when you just don't feel like looking at your paints or doing anything creative. And on those days, I think it's really important to allow yourself some time to dream, to rest, Maybe go watch the sunset or the sunrise, catch up on your favorite Netflix series, read. Oftentimes, inspiration does strike us when we're doing nothing. And nothing is not really absolutely nothing because, you know, you are still in some ways just relaxing and letting your brain rest and in that relaxing in the reading that you do or in the uh, sunset that you watch you know a line that you read or the colors in the sky may, might suddenly spark your inspiration and you may or may not work on it immediately in fact most times you will not work on it immediately but that feeds your um, creative soul and all of those um, things that you do in those rest times they have a chance to percolate and then slowly come out and inform your creative process so rest it's important another thing that you could try is to go on an artist date and this is something that Julia Cameron recommends in her book, The Artist's Ways. So the artist date is simply a date for your inner artist. And it's something that your inner artist will find fun and interesting and inspiring. You know, maybe she wants to color with crayons or look for shapes in the clouds. Or perhaps she wants to visit a cafe with a sketchbook in tow. Or maybe someday she wants to visit a museum. You know, something that will inspire your inner child, inner artist. And your inner artist is almost childlike. So not too many rules here with an artist date. So yes, that's always a good thing to try out. Um, 
the other thing that you could do is browse through some art on pinterest that's something that i find that helps me uh you know just looking at different paintings observing the compositions and styles and color combination certain things just catch my fancy and um i kind of file them away and then when my muse comes out to play uh, she has quite a lot of those little nuggets of inspiration to draw from so i've already mentioned working with different mediums like paper clay uh, but you know you could also use this creative slump to catch up on some of your art courses and huh, if you're anything like me you know you have a couple of them that you haven't finished watching yet so putting yourself in the learning mode or in beginner's mind can also help pull you out of your creative funk meditative drawing like mandalas zentangles or even color swatching can be something that um you know still feels connected to your creativity without putting any significant demands on producing a work of art and that's another really gentle thing that you can do in a creative fallow period so those are just a few of my suggestions and strategies and all i have tried almost all of these of course and they've all helped me to varying degrees um, through my creative downtimes well i think that's it for this podcast and uh, before i go quick little reminder to check out the pulpen paint ecos if you'd like to explore the world of tarot art and journaling uh you can visit my website moderngypsy.in/podcasts for the show notes and all the additional resources that go with each of these episodes uh, thank you so much for tuning in to the art with soul podcast until next time take care and keep creating